Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. Want to learn how to create a simple social media selling system from someone just like you who's done it? Well, you're in luck because that's exactly what you're going to learn in this episode. If you've got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things social media, digital, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. And if you like free stuff, well, I've got you sorted there as well. Head over to steviesayssocial.com slash little black book now to steal my little black book of social media secrets. You're listening to the Stevie Says Social podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 57 of the Stevie Says Social podcast. Today, we are continuing with the theme of the last few podcast episodes. If you have listened to the last few, you would know that in episode 54, we covered the four essential elements of social media success. These are the four elements that you need to have sorted in order to start seeing success on social. And I don't just mean more followers. I mean more leads, more business, more money in the bank, all of the good stuff. Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. But what we've been doing since then is breaking down each of the four elements. We covered branding in episode 55. We covered social media and content in episode 56. And in this episode, one of my favorite elements, we are covering how to create a simple selling system with social media. So how to actually sell with social This is pretty important, right? 
Now, rather than me giving you the theory, what I thought I'd do in this podcast episode is bring on a current member of my hashtags aren't the answer paid membership. Tegan Studser. Now, she has started going through the process of creating her own selling system and she's seen some great early results. I think it's really good sometimes to hear from someone that is similar to you guys that has kind of individual challenges to do with her own individual business and is kind of going through the process of applying all of the theory that we talk about in a lot of these podcast episodes to her actual business. Now, I'm not going to go through everything that we cover in this podcast episode because we kind of go through it at the beginning of the interview. But what I will say is that we talk a little bit about the social media bootcamp, the free social media bootcamp that is actually coming up soon. And Tegan has been through that and really recommended it. So if you want the four essential elements of social media success, but not only that, my complete roadmap for actually securing real results from social media, I highly recommend that you pause this podcast episode and go and sign up for it now. It is free. It is epic, epic value. I can't believe I'm actually giving some of the stuff in it away, but I am. You can go and sign up for it at steviesayssocial.com forward slash bootcamp now. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. And remember, guys, if you like the content in this podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. If you don't hit subscribe, you won't be notified when new episodes go live. And what a travesty that would be. All right, let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone. My name is Stevie, as you know, and today I'm very excited to be interviewing Tegan Studser. Now, the reason why I'm interviewing Tegan today is because she is a student of my online program, Hashtags Aren't the Answer. And if you've been listening to the last few podcast episodes, you would know that we have been going through the four essential elements of social media success. We covered brand, we've covered social media and content, and this week we are covering how to put together a simple selling system. So how to actually sell off social. Now I'll introduce you, Tegan. Tegan is the queen basically of traffic management and she does all of the traffic management training, uh, pretty much covering all of WA. So hello, Tegan. Welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Stevie. Thank you for having me on. I'm actually really excited to have you on and we were chatting a little bit before the podcast started uh, and I'll give everyone a little bit of a sneak peek about what we're going to be talking about but we were really talking about the fact that you were a standout student for me because you took action and you really kind of got started with a lot of the things that we were talking about in the program and you've seen some really good results so I'm super super keen to get into chatting to you a little bit about that. Awesome sounds great. So I've explained a little bit about what you do. Maybe tell everyone a little bit more about uh, everything that you do and a little bit about you. Yeah, sure. So together with my older sister, Erin, we actually own and run multiple businesses across different sectors. Um, and I've worked out, we've actually been in business coming out nearly 13 years. Wow. So it's um, gone quite quickly, now that I look back. Our main business is called Traffic Force. Uh, we established that back um, back in 2006 now. And like you said, we provide traffic management solutions and we work across the road maintenance and construction industry. 
Um, to give you a sort of indication of size, we've got about 160 team members and we work 24-7, 365 days of the year. So it's pretty busy um, in that mm. business. Um, and our other business, which is a registered training organisation, is called OzQ Training. And in that business, we specialise in traffic management training and basically provide individuals um, the training that they need to become qualified as a traffic controller to work on WA roads. Um, and in that business, it's a smaller business. We have a team of eight and we deliver all levels of accreditation. We're the only provider in WA that can do so. And we train different sectors from government, civil, mining, building, even events, et cetera, as well. So it's quite, um, again, with those two businesses, quite different. Um, they do cross over in some parts. And um, also another thing about me is I'm based on the opposite side of Australia to where you are, Stevie, and I'm about four hours south of Perth. So I'm in the lucky southwest region. Oh, it's so beautiful over there. I actually had never gotten over to WA until a few years ago. My brother was working at uh, a gold mine over there and it is honestly stunning. I said to my partner, if I didn't live on the Gold Coast, I'd probably live south of Perth. <laughs> yes, on. I'm so grateful where I live. I'm, I'm also in the unique situation of I live in a regional area and I work completely remotely. So my nearest team member is actually probably about 100 30 k's away from where I am. Wow. So, and that's so interesting because there's so many people that would love to be in your position. That's right. And I'm just so grateful because it's it has taken a lot of work over the last few years to build systems um, to be in this position. But that's one of the reasons I went into business for flexibility. I'm a, I'm a mum. I've got a small child and you know, I want to be able to um, be a, a good parent, but also have the um, challenge of running a business and, and, you know, pushing myself in my career as well. So I've got the best of both worlds. So I'm uh, not complaining. You sound like me. That's literally the reason why I went into business. It comes down to freedom, doesn't it? Wanting to do things on your own terms. That's exactly right. Yeah. Oh, well, if I'm still in the game in another 12 years, then I'll be on a similar path. <laughs> uh, so what I wanted to, sorry, what I wanted to get started with is a little bit about some of the challenges that you're finding in business. Cause I think that you're in a really interesting kind of space. Uh, and we talked about it earlier before we got on the podcast, but it's not necessarily the sexiest of spaces to be in. And I know from experience with some of the coaching students that I have, that's often used as an excuse when it comes to marketing, you know, like I don't know where to start. I don't know how to market my business. So I wanted to get started with some of the problems and challenges that I guess you feel like you've faced in business so far. Yeah, sure. You've, you nailed it there. That's, um, we, we're in an industry that is not so sexy. And, and I honestly looked at our markets, like, how do I convey this message? You know, yeah, what are we doing? It's common, though. There's not, not many of us are in fashion and lifestyle, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And it was probably, it's, it was one of the, I guess, our biggest problems was actually the knowledge of how do we craft our message and convey our message that would create an engaging audience mm. or following in our businesses. And what it has taken a bit of time to get the, the grasp of this, but basically we just had to, we've got our own message. Our business is unique. There's, there's so much about our business that people don't know that we are now you know, we've drafted up so many different notes once we did some brainstorming on this. And we've just now basically put that messaging into our content. So we, we're we actually sharing more about our business and about our people, what do we do and all that sort of stuff, which 
is is creating um, engagement. So that's it's one of the biggest pain. It was just knowledge. How do how do we do this, and and where do we start? And it's overwhelming. So um, that's probably one of our biggest um, issues. And the the timing of when I sort of come across you, and at the time of seeing your social media boot camp coming online, I actually made the commitment then and there that marketing is our weak point and if mm. we don't invest in both time and some you know uh, financial you know commitment towards this area we're, we're not going to go anywhere so um and we'll probably talk about that a little bit later but um yeah it's just it's just getting started and and also being able to keep up with all those things that are changing in the marketing space and you know, in digital as well of keeping on top of the trends and the techniques as well and and probably the other biggest um, problem we face like many other business owners is actually time because I know in my yes business, when things get busy, marketing's the first thing that I tend to drop off. Yes, you know, so you're not the only one. <laughs> no, so it's it's been one of the, that's the biggest thing that we have been focusing on. So when we started um, hashtags aren't the answer, which was back in Jan, I just literally committed. I went the next eight weeks. I'm going to give our socials some much needed TLC and attention that they deserve, and I'm really going to invest in myself to learn this, you know, and and take it up a notch. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I think that's kind of the thing. It's so hard. I'm so in the social media space and social media and digital is one area of marketing that is constantly changing. And I love that. But even being in it, I find sometimes it's hard to keep across everything and it's a full-time job for me. So I can only imagine for businesses that have it as one of the millions of things that they're doing. And it's not like you have a small company, Tegan. Um, it's, you know, it's challenging, right? And it's a tough thing to get your head around and to work out how all of these different strategies actually apply to you and your business. Yep. Nailed it. That's exactly right. Yeah. So what, we've kind of covered it a little bit, but what was the influence for you to join the hashtags aren't the answer program? Was it, okay, cool. Now I'm going to commit to this and it's come across, you know, my desk at the right time or what was it? Um, I think the main thing for me, I was actually a bit frustrated at the amount of time that I was spending using our socials and I wasn't seeing any clear return on investment. So I was sort of wasting my time and I was almost at the point, this is, you know, just, just forget it kind of approach. Yeah. But then again, just timing. I saw your free social media bootcamp. I dived in, gave it a go. I got so much value out of that free course. I actually thought to myself, imagine if I exchanged money with you of what value I could get. <laughs> so, Thanks, love. You know, so it's, um, and when I then saw the registrations come up for hashtags aren't the answer, it honestly didn't take me long to sign up. And I actually still remember when I signed up to your course, it was about 11 o'clock at night. I had been working all day. Um, and I just made the commitment. I was like, I'm going to invest in myself, in my own education. I'm going to commit the time and I'm going to spend the next eight weeks really focusing on improving our marketing. So, um, I know, I knew I needed to learn these new skills. I knew I needed to take that up a notch. Um, and one of the main reasons I chose your course versus the many others that were on the market was actually the one-on-one support option that you offered. Yeah. So I knew, a lot of people have said that actually. Yeah. I just knew going into it, I was going to hit questions and the tech stuff. I just knew I was going to come across that and I knew that I was going to need my handheld. So knowing that I had you at the other end um, to do, to be there and do that. And I knew that I could then also ask specific questions because I do have a unique business 
mm. um, that isn't so sexy and how could I, um, you know, get your help in that? So it was um, that was one of the, the big um, deciding factors to, to jump on board. And at the, at the start, I, I actually didn't ask a lot of questions. I'm kicking myself now. No, you were silent <laughs> for the first little while. Yeah, I, I mean, it must have been maybe week four, I think it was. And I remember one on, on one of the Q&As, you actually said, come on, guys, you know, make sure you're using the Q&A section and coaching and fire questions at me. I'm here for you. And it was just to kick up the bum that I needed. And from there, I was firing questions like Brian Center, screenshots, hey, Stevie, what do you think of this? Give me, you know, give me some, you know, advice and stuff like that. So, and then we were away. Yeah. But I think like I know from programs that I've done in the past where I think there's a difference between being taught something and being coached something. Like you can learn all of the things until the cows come home and maybe people learn in different ways, but I always think I've got my own particular individual circumstances that I need catered to. And even though the content is great, there's a lot of content on the internet, right? But how does it apply to me? Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. What I'm keen to know is what you were doing before Hmm. in terms of social that wasn't working for you. Um, Very good question, actually. Um, Probably the best description of our socials I could give you was winging it. Our our approach was just like so ad hoc. There was no structure. I had no... Were you managing everything yourself, Tegan? Yeah. Yeah. And just, just no defined objectives. And I was in the in the middle of the social media vortex. Like I was spinning basically is probably the best description. So the social media vortex for anyone that hasn't heard me talking about it before is where you're like posting and posting and doing the same things over and over again. And if you imagine like a big black hole vortex, you're just going around and around and never getting out of it. That is us. Yeah, I mean, we had we had been on social, so we had a presence number one. So we were, we were online. Um, we had we were using the boost function, and I guess I can hear people cringing when I say that. Um, and that's pretty much all we had been doing. We were just putting up posts left, right, and centre, and really had no mm. strategy behind it. So mm. yeah. it's actually interesting, and we'll talk about it in a sec. But you were having some success with the boost button, were you? Yeah, I was. Yeah. So actually let's talk about that now. What were you doing and what was the success you had? Because when you showed me your stats, I was gobsmacked. I actually at the time didn't realize we were actually having success until obviously I was having a bit of a communication with yourself. So I'll give you an example. We did a, um, I'll go back a few steps actually, in our traffic force business, one of our objectives is actually to use our social platform to attract uh, new workers for positions that we have come up because often we will get a project and we will need to have maybe five or ten different people um, mobilise quite quickly and mm. to, to suit that project. So from a recruitment um, perspective, social media is one of our strategies that we use because it's just it's just the timeliness of it that we can actually put up a, an, a post or an advert quite quickly and get applications in literally in one minute. So it's a, it's a really good tool for us to use. So we did a, a we had a vacancy uh, at the start of January and we did a, we boosted the um, post and I looked back on the stats. We actually had nearly 60,000 um, reach on that organically. Yeah. And the, I think the shares on that post were, we were over 500 shares. It was absolutely. It's incredible. Crazy. I was just absolutely amazed by that. Yeah. And I, I looked back, I was like, how did that occur? What did we do to sort of achieve those results? And I, I, I think it's a combination of different things. And one of the little things that I 
um, am now doing much more of is just with any of our posts that we do do, we are now engaging with our audience much more. So, for example, liking comments and responding to comments, um, also thanking those people who are sharing our posts, just the little things Mm. Um, which we would do much more of now. So, but yeah, that was certainly we did have some success with the, the boost. Um, mm. but I, now, I just, I'm, the 500 shares was really exceptional. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't <laughs> believe it either. So, yeah. Yeah. And do you think that comes down to the fact that people were sharing it to see if there were people in their network that potentially would be interested in it? Or where do you think that comes down to? Um, I think, yeah, I do think it's um, people sharing it um, amongst the network. A lot of people were sharing it into groups as well. So there's right. a few groups as in like uh, people looking for jobs and employment and stuff like that. So people were posting it in there and then obviously they then knew a person who you were looking for work so they would then pass it on and share it to them etc so mm. I think it was just the, the type of post it was and what we were looking for um, yeah and and the, what we actually look for um, in the actual position is quite uh, broad as in it can be appealing to anyone pretty much yeah. anyone with any background can become a traffic controller so it's quite a right a broad uh, area. Yeah. It just goes to show like there's no hard and fast rules when it comes to social. Like everyone kind of poo-poos. When I say everyone, it's the social media gurus. And I've definitely been guilty of it in the past, you know, uh, talking down to things like boosting posts. But if your objective is, you know, getting a message out to a whole heap of people, you can do that with a boosted post. You can do that. You can set uh, pretty much all of the targeting that you want to, there are some restrictions and you can basically achieve a really good reach, reach only. And that's kind of the uh, downside of a boosted post. You can't achieve all of the kind of cool objectives that you can in the ads manager, but you can get really, really good reach. And if that's your objective and with something like a job opening, I would imagine, you know, you're just trying to get it out to as many relevant people as possible. It can absolutely work. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Yep. So let's go through, uh, I guess, a little bit about your progress throughout the hashtags aren't the answer program because I'm keen to see uh, where you kind of started, which we've talked about, but then where you ended up because you've had some early wins and I think that's worth chatting about because what I do find is that, you know, when you make the commitment to go, okay, cool, I'm going to get my socials sorted, it can feel really overwhelming, right? But you're someone that just went, okay, cool, I'm going to do it. I'm going to dive in. I'm going to give it a go. So I'm keen to know a little bit about your journey. I had an amazing journey, amazing experience, and there's so many different things that we have already implemented or maybe even partway through implementing it or working on plans to implement it, you know, next month, et cetera. But probably one of the biggest things that we are super clear on now is our objectives. Why are we doing what we're doing? What's our return on investment, et cetera? Mm. So from going from spending so much time um, on our marketing and socials and just not seeing anything, I've I've reduced that time and I'm now I'm now seeing a better return on investment just oh, from being so, cool. so clear with my objectives and also just our brand and our messaging that we were so off as in what we were putting out um, whereas now what we're focused on is value for our followers and our community that we're building and and delivering a better quality message 
than previously. So, um, and also one of the things I did early on in the hashtags aren't the answer course was I actually just, we were across different platforms. You know, we were on Instagram and um, Facebook and LinkedIn and so on. I actually just went, okay, for now I'm going to actually pick selected platforms only and I'm going to concentrate on those only for now and mm-hmm. just get good at those and get the momentum rolling and then explore those other platforms. So, for example, I made the decision just to just to park up Instagram for now and mm. I just focus on Facebook and LinkedIn and get find our feet, get confident, get comfortable and start seeing the um, return on investment there and then we'll move on to those other platforms. So yeah, the other thing as well is just probably the measuring of results. I never did that before the hashtags aren't the answer and I now religiously do it um, with using your social media tracker and I'm not one for numbers. I hate numbers whereas I'm now. So do I. <laughs> but I like success. Exactly. And I like the data now. I actually love every Monday I go in and I check all my stats and I'm now using all that data that I'm collecting to make better decisions. So whether that be the type of content or the posting times, I can actually use the, the information better and I'm actually seeing success. So all of my things are trending up. I'm, I'm seeing the results in, my, um, in front of me each week. So that's been a really good takeaway as well. And just other things as well as in all my content planning is now better structured. So I'm investing the time differently. So, for example, I typically will sit down once a fortnight I'll plan out all the content um, in advance, schedule all my posts, etc. So I'm saving time rather than you being in there every day or every second day, etc. And um, and also I'm now just working on finishing on off my last um, lot of uh, system videos. So what I'm now able to do is I'm now able to get the help from my VA to start assisting and taking over some of these tasks, which will free up more of my time. And um, yeah, so we've still got more underway. So. For example, during the course, I wasn't able to um, complete our photo shoot for a variety of reasons, weather, etc. But we've actually got it planned yeah. for this Friday. So I oh, that's so exciting! Yeah, can't wait. I'm really excited for it. And the template that you included in the course, at like the brief, I have um, been able to complete that brief. It's it's ready to go. I gave it to my photographer, and he his response back, he was so um, so happy to see the brief because it was, it's very clear now what, what my vision is that I'm trying to achieve. And I feel so organised going into it. So that's been a yeah. really good thing as well. And, um, and I think that's the thing, like I, I can say that I haven't implemented everything from your course, but I certainly have picked the parts that are relevant to my business and I think I can get the biggest bang for my buck so I've I've honed in and I've focused on those things and Mm. it does take time don't get me wrong but at the end of the day take action and again I just remember your words just take action and I it was a kick up the bum that I needed and away I went so yeah and I think so I'll probably start right back at the start but I think setting your business objectives at the outset when you kind of then said that you go on and you measure all of your results and you track all of your results and that sort of thing. You can't actually do that until you have in your mind and written down on paper exactly what you want to achieve in the first place, right? So, you know, if you're not clear on, okay, what is it that I want to achieve in my business? And then how do I create social media goals that are actually aligned with that? Once you have that, then you can kind of go, cool, okay, I'm actually going to measure my progress every week and you get quite competitive with it. 
I don't know. I found that I do that. And I, it really kind of more than anything for me is what progresses me forward. Because if I'm not getting the results and I'm not getting the social media goals, you know, met that I want to, then I know that I need to change things up. And I know that I need to look at other strategies. That's exactly right. And I've used the data to, to tell, to, you know, come up with those answers. You know, this is, this particular post did really well this week. Okay. I'm going to now consider that for my content planning for the next fortnight. What can I do to maybe expand on that or improve it etc which I'm now sort of um, my content is now progressing because I've gained that little bit of more confidence on things so I'm now starting to take snippets of footage and we're just about to start creating a series of video messages which will form part of our content plan and start putting that in there and you know outsource that video editing work to um, another party but I probably would never have probably considered that if I hadn't done the training I have done with you I just didn't have the confidence or knowledge where do I start this is there's just so much to learn here whereas now I'm I've got the confidence behind me I've got all the tools and resources from the training that I've done with you and I'm just applying take action yeah so what are you doing with your videos are they the short one minute sort of videos that I recommended or are you doing something a little bit different? What you've recommended is what we're intending to start with. So just the short ones and what we're actually um, aiming to do is we're actually creating um, and this ties back into one of my objectives. So again, a lot of businesses may have their only focus as in your sales from their socials, whereas one of my other objectives for our main business is actually to promote a road safety message. So I'm aiming to create a series of video messages which convey that message so we can use our platform to convey that message um, of the important part of road safety that we need road users to drive safely through our workplace to keep our workers safely. So it's a very important message and you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm very passionate about it. Yeah. You know what? It's so funny. You can hear it in your voice. Yes. So that's a, it's a project that we're just about to start. So never done it before. I would never have thought I would have um, gone down that path, but I'm going to give it a go because I'm, it just means so much to me that if I can, if I can use our platforms to reach people that you know, may have never thought about roadworks or, or driving through a work site like, you know, we need them to, I've, I've played my part. So um, that's that's the, what we're working on at the moment. Oh, that's really exciting. And that's the sort of content that ultimately connects with people when it comes to social. If, you know, you really kind of understand what your message is and your audience and you can create that connection, it's almost like, I talk about value content, so really kind of, you know, educating and helping people, but also connection content, so creating a connection with your audience. And I actually think those videos tick both boxes and, you know, it's it's so uh, important, I think, to be really clear. So even with those videos, it goes back to sort of the work that I guess that you did on brands, like being really clear on what, you know, what's your purpose for being in business? Why do you really do what you do at the end of the day? What makes you get out of bed in the morning? That sort of thing. Having that, and I can clearly tell that you've kind of, you know, put together content based on those sorts of things. It's just, it gives more depth to your content, right? And people will ultimately connect with it more. That's exactly right. And we're going to actually involve our team in these videos as well, because they've got their story to tell as well as in what they do in their, um, their that part that they play in our business. 
Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, so I can't wait to start that project. Watch this. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> so let's talk about how you went about actually securing sales from your socials because you got your first sale and I think you got your second the next day, which is extremely exciting. I was actually over the moon. I was actually a bit surprised, to be honest. I just, not doubting things, but I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm in a difficult space. I've never done this before, all those limiting beliefs, etc. And at the end of the day, I literally just followed your workbooks and your tutorials, all the step-by-step. I just I followed them. I you know, re-watched your videos five times over and I re-read. <laughs> you poor thing. You had to listen to my voice five times. <laughs> but made, the information that you provided was just, there was just so much in it. And um, when signing up, I actually didn't think I was going to get as much information as what I got from the course which is fantastic. So um, so basically what I did is, like you said, we started our, we run our first advert for our training business, which we hadn't been running any of the ads um, for that business. And we run, I think it was mm-hmm. about middle of February, we ran that advert and I got the first sale, which was about a month later. And it was from a person who had uh, seen that advert and had contacted us and we obviously had them logged as a potential lead, et cetera. And we just nurtured them through that process, stayed in contact with them, et cetera. And at the time of, that was, again, my first advert I had run, I didn't actually have everything set up. I wasn't 100% ready to go, but I was like, just take action because I needed to get in there and I needed to play around with the ads platform just to actually know what I was doing. So I yeah. didn't really have intentions of getting anything from that first you know, ad that I had placed. But um, tested it and then, like I said, I nurtured that um, person through as in providing them the information and value and, and responding to their questions, et cetera. And like I said, they have actually since done training with us um, from, you know, getting their enrolment with us. So that's that was, I think, a confidence boost of when I saw that outcome of getting a uh, enrolment through which met my objective. It was just a bit of a we can do this and also Mm. if we really get good at this, we know I think we can do a lot more in this space. So it was really good. Yeah, so exciting. And I think getting those early runs on the board make you go, okay, cool, I can do this, I'm going to keep going. And talking, I guess, about, you know, the subject of today's podcast episode and we've covered a few different things um, including brand and social media, but it's really the sales funnel, I guess, that, um, that I was interested in talking to you about. And that's really at the end of the day, guys, this is a simple sales funnel. So when I say a sales funnel, what I mean is when you set up your socials, you need to have a system for, uh, finding your ideal client on social media and then taking them through what's called the customer journey to ultimately buy from you. And so generally that first point of contact will be on social. So for you, Tegan, it was a Facebook ad and it was, you know, you proactively spending money on Facebook ads to target people in your ideal audience with the right message. And that person sees that particular message and they follow up with you and whatever your funnel, and it's such a marketing tech speak term, is to get that person from initially finding out about you all the way through to actually doing business with you. It completely varies. Like you might do it over, um, you know, phone calls. You might do it over Instagram DMs. You might have an email nurture sequence. There's a million different ways to do it. But that example, Tegan, is perfect because 
it's a really simple inverted commas sales funnel without you probably even realizing or having all of the formal pieces yet set up for, you know, a sales funnel in the traditional sense. Yeah, that's right. And at the time, like we had also jumped into a new CRM, which we use active campaign. So we had our L plates on, um, on that side of things as well. So we, you know, we just didn't have a hundred percent there, but we just took action. And that's what I just keep, I probably sound like a broken record of saying that, but that's what it came down to is just taking the action and test, test, test. So mm. obviously I've done a couple of different adverts since, and I'm testing what works. And I'm also now looking at some remarketing ads and you're targeting our visitors to our website. Ah, that's where you'll really start yeah, to see success. <laughs> How are you finding the Facebook ads platform? Um, I've definitely got more confidence using it. Um, yeah, but I think it's just it's just time. The more you use it, the, the more you know you're going to get more confident around the platform. Yes. So again, that's why I just jumped straight into it. I wasn't 100 percent ready. I just jumped straight in. Let's let's start somewhere. Um, I think that's so important because you can you, honestly you can do all of the Facebook ads training in the world, but it's actually being in there and using the ads manager. It's just like riding a bike, right? You can read about riding a bike until the cows come home, but until you're actually on it, you won't actually know how to do it. So yeah, I think that's exactly the right approach. And the other thing that we did as well is when we were, when I was working through this module, I really honed in on looking at our ideal customer and what their pain points were to try and work out what was that sort of one problem I could potentially solve, which would then help me create the right lead magnet. So I really, you know, I actually took a step back and and looked at different things that were happening in our business. And I actually found one of the most common questions that we were asked, whether that be by people ringing our office or sending us an email as an initial inquiry is, you know, people were, how do I become a traffic controller? I'm not actually sure. Mm. So I've basically turned that, you know, common question that we are asked into content and um, also a lead magnet as well. So I'm actually able to a person who's perhaps thinking about, you know, become making a career move or, or becoming a qualified traffic controller, I'm able to answer though that question for them, and obviously they can uh, see me as a, you know, a credible source, a, a helpful uh, provider to go to to guide them with the right um, answers, and just little tips and tricks of what they should look out for when they're looking at choosing their training provider. So that's where I was able to create some value into that lead magnet offer that we're looking at. Yeah, I think that's really clever. And so many people are kind of like, you know, and so basically a lead magnet is a sweetener for, you know, just taking it back to basics for anyone that isn't familiar with it. But it's basically a freebie that you offer to people in exchange for an email address. And often the question that comes up is, what do I actually create a lead magnet on? And you've nailed it because you basically knew the question that people were asking you more than anything else. And that is the obvious lead magnet, right? Because if that's the question that people have and you can solve that problem, they'll happily hand over their email address. And even better, they're the ideal client for you because if they want to know, you know, what is, what is it and how can I get involved, then they're going to want to actually become one and that's where they actually become a client of yours, you know. That's right. So it's really clever. So have you set up your sales um, funnel yet? Have you set up your, sort of your landing page and all of that sort of thing or you're still kind of putting it together? I'm still partway through it. Um, like, for example, our photo shoots happening at the end of this week. I've still got little bits of pieces that I just haven't put them all together yet. 
and yeah. the platform. So we are using our um, active campaign, which is our CRM, and we're only relatively mm-hmm. new to that as well. So I've only just recently done, it was about two weeks ago now, um, a training workshop of how to focus on building the email automations within active campaign as well so it's been a massive learning journey in the last sort of two or three months and it's it's only just now that I feel like I'm bringing all the pieces together to sort of be you know I'm getting 100% or will be getting 100% that sales funnel you know finally finished yeah you're actually in a really exciting position because you've got your socials on track you are already getting results from Facebook ads you know what your lead magnet is and then it's kind of literally putting the pieces together and the pieces are basically continuing with Facebook ads but running ads either to valuable content or to that lead magnet sending people to a landing page where they leave their email address then they go to a thank you page and then with your active campaign and you know there's a heap of others out there there's MailChimp there's convert they all have the ability to send automatic emails. So once they've gotten that lead magnet, then they become a contact of yours, which is much more valuable than a social media follow, especially these days when it's almost impossible to contact all of your social media followers with the algorithm and you can nurture them. So whereas um, I'm guessing you, Tegan, were nurturing, you know, the first sale that you had through things like phone calls, you can actually nurture them automatically to an extent via email all the way through to the sale. Yeah, that's right. So at, when we first started, we basically were using, I guess, the, the manual way of, of nurturing them through that customer journey. And what we're now in the middle of setting up is bringing in some of that email automation so that we're able to build the right sales funnel and system to be able to scale this so that if I'm getting, whether that be one inquiry um, or 10 inquiries or 100 inquiries, I've got the sales funnel and system there to support that scaled growth. So yes, and it's so scalable. That's the exciting part. You know, there's going to be when you first set up your sales funnel, you tweak it and you, you know, trial different things to make sure that it's right. And, you know, you set up your Facebook ads and you test different creative and you test different audiences until you get it right. Once you get it right, it is literally a matter of, you know, the results, you know, the people that are coming in, you know what they're converting at. And this is a little bit more advanced, but this is what you need to get to with your socials. And you can literally go, okay, cool. I'm actually going to turn on the tap with Facebook ads because I know that if I spend this much money, I can have this many people into my sales funnel and I know that this many people will become a customer at the end. And it becomes, even though I hate numbers, I like success, like I said before. And, you know, it actually becomes like a lot more tangible. You can see, you know, exactly um, to a certain extent and this is why I love digital so much, the results that you can potentially get. Yeah, that's right. And getting back to the sales funnel, that's actually one thing I benefited from being in the Facebook group of yours is I actually was uh, very interested to see what the other uh, students were doing in their businesses, again, different industries and sectors and stuff. Mm. And I actually learned from what they were communicating in that Facebook group about and it actually gave me certain ideas for what I could consider for my current businesses. And also I'm in the middle of creating um, some new businesses as well. So that was another big thing that I didn't actually mention before that having access to the Facebook group with all the other students uh, is just invaluable of what I took away from just looking at their businesses and what they were doing as well. 
I actually found that as well. Like there were product-based businesses, e-com, service-based, and the different ideas, I think it's always smart to look outside your industry for ideas and even outside your uh, industry type. So, you know, online business versus service or whatever. And it was really interesting watching, I actually had Amy from Damn Right, who was in the course uh, on the podcast. It came out a couple of weeks ago and she, for example, had a lead magnet that was a brand versus personality quiz. And it was, you know, just a really different way for a service-based business to get leads in the door that wasn't a typical ebook or something along those lines. And like, even, you know, thinking of something like that for you, like you could have, you know, uh, a quiz on different elements of whether you're suited to be a traffic control or, you know, something along those lines. And it's just thinking about things differently and bouncing ideas off each other. Yeah, that's exactly right. And we obviously, we're just starting and this is something that I've really, um, you know, reminded myself that still learning and we've just started and it's going to be an evolving process. So we are going to get only get better and better at this and I just need to keep learning and hence why I've signed up to your membership for the next 12 months because that is the plan. The next 12 months basically keep taking it up a notch. Yeah, very, very exciting. Thank you, Tegan. I think it's really nice to chat to someone that is in there and doing it. And I think that there's a lot of people that are listening to the podcast that will get a lot of value out of um, someone like you that, you know, is in a similar position to them or probably was a few months ago and, you know, are in the social media vortex spinning around and around. And I think probably the biggest takeaway for anyone listening is that you just have to get started, right? So this stuff doesn't happen overnight. Unfortunately, social media isn't, you know, as easy as it used to be. And you do need to set up the foundations like a sales funnel and you need to have your brand sorted and you need to do all of the foundational work. But once you do that, you start to see sales and, you know, it becomes less time intensive instead of more time intensive. So thank you very much. I very much appreciate it. And I know that everyone else will as well. Thanks for your time, Stevie. And it was such a great opportunity to be on the podcast. So thank you so much. And thank you for what you do. You are making a difference to my business and many other businesses. So thank you. Oh, thank you, love. I really appreciate that. How can everyone find you if they want to? Yeah, I'd love to connect with um, others and you can probably best find me on LinkedIn. So you could look up Tegan Studzer and my businesses you'll find on Facebook and LinkedIn. So they are Traffic Force and OzQ Training. Um, but yeah, reach out and connect. Awesome. Thanks, Tegan. Thanks, Stevie.